is a good example. Well, let's do our little testy poos. Tester. Tester. How are we going to test when we're... Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> Except last time we tried to do it and we lost all the footage. All the footage. <laughs> recording <laughs> just as you ripped your page welcome welcome to the podcast here we are we're here we're here um it's my choice today to yes. pick a topic so the topic that i've chosen is i want to talk about how society is set up in a way that doesn't seem to serve our mental and physical health mm-hmm. and doesn't really create a whole lot of happiness for us in our lives. Because I feel like if we look at the state of the world at the moment, like stress levels mm-hmm. are going up, illness, mental health issues like depression, anxiety, disease, heart attacks, like all, all these negative things that seem to be on the rise. Um, and so it's, you know, it's got to be clear that we're not doing something right (laughs) like some something isn't working and so I guess I just wanted to talk about how society is probably contributing to that in a lot of ways that we may be kind of aware of but not fully aware of um and I thought a good way to talk about it would be to go through the pillars so of the the five pillars that Sophie and I talk about a lot that we feel like it's really beneficial to use time in a positive way towards each of these pillars yeah Uh, mind body soul purpose and connection Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to talk about each pillar I guess individually and talk about the way society sort of creates a framework around it Mm -hmm. around it that might not really be benefiting individuals in their health and happiness absolutely yeah Yeah. I really like this topic I had I I I feel I'm excited about it Mm, good (laughs) I feel like a lot came out with this one yeah um and obviously you know totally agree I think most of us can agree that society has that, that that um tendency and looking at it in terms of the pillars is super important. Um, but I think it's also a good opportunity to talk about what society actually is. like mm-hmm. Because essentially we make up society. Mm-hmm. So where does the responsibility lie yeah. in order to have society, quote unquote, which is so often used, the term is so often used negatively. Yeah. They're going, we're living in a society, you know. Yeah, and who makes up society? The people, the society, us. And yeah. we're society. So yeah. whether, you know, what's our contribution going to be to address yeah. this? Yeah. And I also think as well, like, Sophie and I aren't, we're not like, well, I'm speaking for both of us, <laughs> but I don't think that we're super, like, radical thinkers. I'm not no. sort of, I don't want to have this conversation and, like, we should all be completely free spirits and shun society and shun the modern world. I don't think that is the case. Mm. I think that there are so many amazing things that happen in our modern world Mm. and that we are living in a modern time and you know we should be benefiting from a lot of things and enjoying a lot of the modern world and so I'm not saying completely shun society but I think it's more comes down to understanding the ins and outs of it as much as possible and forming your own opinion and then being self-aware and what is going to make you happy as an individual and you healthy as an individual Mm. um, and allow you to get the most out of the good parts of society and sort of turn away from the things that don't contribute to your health and happiness couldn't agree more and i think that's interesting you said that because i think that to reject society and the 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 negatives that society is putting on you in itself creates its own anxiety yes because whether you like it or not you're part of it we're all part of it Yeah. yeah yeah and we and i don't think it's i also don't think a lot of it has been created with like the worst intention like i don't 
necessarily think mm, that how not, we've come to yeah, set our malicious. society yeah, yeah. Has, has been done maliciously I do think that there's a lot of sort of money and power that come into play that do mm-hmm. have a negative influence you know a small amount of people with a lot of money and power have a negative influence on the like the majority mm-hmm. um, but that's you know that's not really the basis of this topic I just think that that's something to be aware of um, and I do think that money and power play a big role in it, but I don't think that it's a really horrible, like dreadful world yeah. and that we should be really fearful. We're doomed. Think, yeah. It's best that we just go off the grid and live in the woods. Yeah. Like I think, Ooh, sorry, a one. I don't, you know, that that's not, um, the scenario that I would suggest anybody do and not be fearful of society and not feel sad and super negative about where we're at. Cause I don't think that that's going to help, mm. but I just think owning your place in it and owning what you can contribute to it is a positive and something we should all be Absolutely. aware of. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So true. So it's a good one. Yeah. And I think, so I think a lot of that is, um, what's our part of society? Where do you, where do we personally fit into that framework? Yeah. And, uh, how much of a contribution can we make or what type of contribution shall we, could we make to making any kind of change? Mm. Um, and, yeah, being really self-aware of your place in that society. Totally, mm. totally. Mm. And, yeah, and knowing that there is – I know that, yeah, we have the constraints of the world and society and everything, but there is flexibility within that. Like, we do still live in a place where we have freedom of speech and, um, you know, we still have a lot of ownership over our lives in a way within the constructs of society but i still think that we can have an approach to life that makes us feel happy and healthy absolutely and it's just a matter of awareness and knowing the things that we need to choose to make us feel good yeah for sure um should we do the pillars yeah i think if we work through them like one by one okay so let's start with mind mind (laughs) so what i had for mind was like i think that society isn't built to help us with our development in terms of understanding our own mind understanding our psychology we're not taught when we're young you know the importance of emotional intelligence we're not taught that you can have control over your actions words and thoughts and how much of an impact that has on your life Mm. and that you can't control others and you know to release expectation like there's a whole lot of things in terms of mindset that we're not really brought up with that Mm -hmm. it's not part of our education self-help has sort of been it's getting a lot better now but i feel like even five ten years ago people would shun self-help like it would be embarrassing to read a self-help book or something like that so I think it's becoming a lot better now but I just think the understanding of our emotions and Mm. you know releasing traumatic experiences from childhood and you know understanding the effects that growing up with just a subconscious mind in operation like Mm. you know understanding that that leaves an impact on all of us and sometimes we need to unpack and work through things that might be upsetting us or holding us back um And I just don't think there's much awareness about that. And I think that in our society, we should start having these tools available for kids from a young age so that they grow up with a better mindset and a growth mindset, a mindset Mm. of knowing that they can grow and change and they can achieve whatever they want Mm. and do whatever they want. Um, Yeah. Mm. So that was kind of my big one for mind. And also I feel like technology has evolved a lot faster than our minds have. Mm. And with that, you know, with our phones and social media and all of these things, like it's so overwhelming. I think that we have so much around us that overwhelms us. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think our minds can process it all. And I think mm-hmm. that's what can lead to a lot of anxiety and stress. And yeah. um, even though pressure. technology is kind of designed to cut those corners for your mind, mm. you know, which is interesting because it's in, in 
you know, in consequence, are we becoming more diminished? Is our mindset becoming yeah. less efficient? Yeah. <laughs> because technology is trying to fill in gaps for us that we really don't need filled in, but, you know, yeah. it's nice. So, yeah, no, that's really, really interesting. And I also think um, in terms of mindset, there's a lot of always be the best mm-hmm. in society. There's always a lot of if you're going to do something, be the best at it. And yeah. there's a whole competition piece around it. Whereas, you know, if you're going to go be an entrepreneur, you have to quit your job and, do, you know, we say, we say that a lot. You've got to quit your job, you've got to go do that, you've got to make millions, da da da. If you, yeah. As long as you put in the effort kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas it's not always that. Oh, oh sorry, that's the there? cleaner coming past oh, the really? door. Yeah. Has it got like an old school carpet? I think it cleaner? must be. I've never actually seen it in action, I just hear it. Right, vacuums are too loud. <laughs> Possibly. Well, that's, that's not pretty much loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so I feel like there's a whole element of, don't do what makes you happy do what makes you successful yes do it um and be the best at something that you're trying to be which don't necessarily have to do especially if you're doing something for the enjoyment of it totally yeah Yeah. and i think that plays a lot into like consumerism and marketing like Mm. brands market to us basically to to tell us that we need things to make us happy like Mm -hmm. you need to buy these clothes you need to have this car you need to have this and that it's going to make you a happier whole person Mm -hmm. and I think if we don't have a strong enough mindset to know that these things are nice to have but we don't need them Mm -hmm. you know our focus is so much on getting these things Mm -hmm. and having this wealth and having this success and having this image and yeah it's it's not a great mindset if you feel that you're not keeping up because that can just make you feel really bad it can make you feel really down um yeah, so I think that is a big one. It's all mm. this pressure to do so well and to succeed. Absolutely. And the goal for all of these is to find where you fit in a society that's maybe making you feel a different way and how to find your own happiness and self-awareness within that framework. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I would say some things to counter you know, some of this negative stuff in the world at the moment mm. For your own mindset for your own health and happiness would be to explore some personal development mm. things you know to do like understand what's important to you become self-aware of any of the stresses that are mm. you're feeling anxious about not having this or that or whatever it is you need to look at the things that are maybe not helping your mental state and try and fill in some things that are going to help yeah help reverse that absolutely so yeah i would say like all the all the person I love books and like or anything to do with self development and things like that. Mm. So I would say anything that is going to give you a better understanding of your psychology, your mind, yeah. how to get the best out of yourself, mm-hmm. how to regulate your emotions, how to maybe release some trauma from the past. Mm. I think that um, all of that would be really beneficial. Absolutely. Yeah, and that can counter some of the stuff that's going on in the world that stresses sure. us out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm. Body. Yes, you can start. I'll go start. <laughs> Well, I think the body's pretty pretty obvious one yeah. of how society um, makes us feel makes us bad about our, body. about our bodies. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be advertising in magazines and now it's social media. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, we've talked about it a million times. It's the standard image, be prettier, be skinnier, um, buy face cream, whereas, you know, it's been scientifically proven none of us need face cream. But Has it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> If we just let the oils in our face do, like they're designed do what they're meant to, to clean do. our Yeah, because I'm sure we didn't yeah. have face cream, like... Because no. <laughs> literally the designed day. to clear face. Yeah. Cleansers as well, we're not supposed to have them. Wow. Because it just strips the oils off your face that... Anyway, but now yeah. we need them because the pH is all gone and right. we, we wash our face so much that now we kind of need... Anyway. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, believe <laughs> it or not. Um, so, yeah, so it's just society's contribution to that of 
appearances yeah. and forcing us to compare ourselves to one another constantly, constantly. Yeah. Um, there's no money in somebody feeling positive about their body. And yes, that's the, so the true. Of money yeah. behind um, the body pillow is huge. Yeah, yeah. It's like what it would just be billion and billion dollar industry. Like yeah. the amount of money they make off people's insecurities. Yes. Um, to you know lose weight try this pill try that pill and then also yeah all the cosmetics and all the Mm -hmm. now all the procedures as well that everyone can get done it's insane Mm -hmm. and it's yeah like people are profiting off that Mm. so intensely Mm. and i think it's really important as hard as it can be the comparison piece is you know when you see something to not compare yourself to a photoshopped airbrushed Mm. filtered Mm. image Mm. but it can still be really hard for our mindset to work around that yeah because i think when we see something we just take it as real even though we know that it's not even though we know it's been yeah you know tampered with or whatever so i think i mean one of the best ways to deal with that is try and limit seeing it like don't look at things that don't make you feel good Mm. on social media don't let it into your orbit Mm. at all yeah and that's probably the main thing of for that one is really to just try and limit because there's I think when you see it, you see it. And I think mm. our human nature is just to compare. And that being said, you know, if if putting a face of makeup on and um, getting dressed up and going out makes you feel good, like... Totally. Totally fine too. Or yeah. watching makeup tutorials or something online and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's just being... It's Again, it's always having that self-awareness of when does this tip over into I'm not good enough. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm not adding up. I'm not... Yeah. Adding up? <laughs> no. What's the term? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. Oh, like living up to the. Yeah, but it's yeah. like a, anyway. <laughs> Terminology. Yeah, I know what you mean. Great. And yeah, <laughs> and tick that one. Um, another point I wanted to make on the body pillar is, you know, we in our jobs every day mm. we're stressed out. Mm. We prioritize our work again because we want money mm. um, to buy all the things that we're told that we need to make us look beautiful and young and all whatever and rich. Yeah. And so we don't necessarily have a whole lot of time to exercise. We're to and fro from our busy jobs, mm-hmm. our busy lifestyles. A lot of people work from home. Mm. Like they get home from work and they do more work when they get home. Mm. And there's we're not prioritizing the most important thing that we need to continue to be here, which is our physical health. Mm-hmm. You know, we need a healthy body. And when we're sitting all day in front of computers and we don't have time to prioritize exercise, mm. that's a problem. And that's something we'll probably pay for. We pay for it in the moment because you don't feel good if you're not moving, but then you also pay for it in terms of your longevity or disease down yeah. the track and all that kind of thing. Um, and also I think that the state of our food system is a real problem yeah. because we obviously decided we want things to be really convenient and so because of that we have just a whole lot of really crappy food mm. and really unhealthy corn-based food, food corn-based food mm. like artificial things things that just we should not be consuming things that don't make us feel good they affect our mental and our physical health mm. and it's really become hard i think for individuals to make really healthy choices yeah. because we're so confused by what's out there and it is just so easy to get a convenient meal because yeah. we're time poor because we're always running around trying to make all the money so I think um, being really conscious of what we're eating and understanding that companies are profiting off making you sick because they know what they're giving you is bad for you like they know and yeah they they market it to you and they are happy Mm -hmm. for you to consume it Um, 
And I did want to um, reference a podcast I listened to recently that I'll link to in the show notes mm-hmm. because it was an interview with Dr. Mark Hyman. Hyman, I'm not sure if you've heard of him, mm-hmm. but he was really talking about the flu, the food supply system in the US and how corrupt and everything that goes on in that world is really scary and this is stuff that we're putting into our body Mm. so i think everyone just should listen to that podcast if you're interested in that you want to know more um because yeah i think that's something we need to be really wary of and we all make those choices with our dollar like we we choose to buy foods Mm. you know and the more we choose to buy the right foods and healthy foods the less these companies will be profiting exactly so the less they will yeah make and push this stuff on us if you don't buy organic um, you know, grass-fed proper food from proper farmers, then there's no... I mean, the, the more we buy it, the more reason there is for that for them to create it. To continue, yeah. 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 You've got to vote with your dollar. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Totally. Soul. Soul. You go. Okay, so for me, um, it was the same again, really. With soul, like, there's just too much focus from society on the external. Mm-hmm. So there's... we. I think people can... It's becoming more... People are talking about it more openly, I think, to be more spiritual and soulful and having that connection mm. with a, a greater presence in the universe, universal energy, all of that. So I think it is getting better, but I think that we really have to actively remind ourselves to do it yeah. because it's not in our world we're more busy thinking about other things yeah. and ticking boxes and, and doing all these things that we want to do that the soul piece is sort of on the back burner. Yeah. Whereas I think that it needs to be brought more into our day to day. And it's, as we always say, it's different for everyone, whether it's a faith, it's prayer, it's meditation. your spirituality. Yeah. Meditation, yeah. whatever it might be different for everyone. But I think that it's, it would be an important one to just bring into every day because yeah. it reminds us that there's something more important out there than just the day to day grind yeah. that we're part of something bigger. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the biggest challenges with the soul pillar in society is that is, you know, if you haven't shown any interest in it before and all of a sudden it becomes part of your world, it's, it's super easy for people who aren't accepting to turn around and call it woo woo or that's call so it, true. Yeah. 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 Call it, think you're an idiot or yes. you know, make fun of you, you know, yeah. Us with our tarot cards. Yeah. Fun of us with our tarot cards. But it's true because I think people like roll their eyes and go, oh, she's a hippie now. Like yeah. she, all of a sudden she's found this new path and she's this or that. That's but, right. And like really um, undermine it. Yeah. Because it's, you know, can't be proven in Western science and things like that. So I think it becomes really difficult um, to keep that front of mind, especially if you're just trying to start out exploring that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's better now than it was. But yeah, I think that's probably the major, main challenge that we've got. I totally agree. Mm. And I think if anyone's listening and they feel like they want to start more down more of a spiritual path mm-hmm. or connecting with their soul more, talk I think us. talk to us. Yeah. Let us know. But talk about crystals forever. Yeah. We love that stuff. <laughs> and we will, yeah, we'll have like a new thing. You know, we're like, Oh, I'm into this now. I'm into that now. Like yeah. there's so many, there's so much to explore in this world and you shouldn't be scared to research things and yeah. find out you don't cause... have to believe it and like jump no. in wholeheartedly and change everything you believe and give up existing face to go down yeah because you saw a you know a card reader that's right the future yeah <laughs> and we like... just give it a crack who cares yeah. it's, just, it's if nothing else it's fun and it's interesting and nine times out of ten it's pretty naturally based like it's nature-based approaches totally which uh is super fun to understand what the capacities that the world has already yeah, yeah. outside of chemicals to Outside of chemicals, yeah. yeah. And you can be a very modern spiritual person. Like, mm-hmm. I consider myself spiritual, but I don't consider myself, like... Like, I still consider myself very much in the modern world. Mm. Like, I, there's nothing that... Since I've 
found spirituality a little bit more it hasn't changed I mean it's changed a lot of my mindset but it hasn't you know I still like things I still go do things I'm exactly the same person yeah but it's just just, enriching it with more knowledge and information about other possibilities or other ways of approaching the same problem yes more understanding of the world and i think that it's if you're struggling with this or starting down this pillar i think just a bit of gratitude and just a bit of connection step one for soul one just appreciate what's around you and then also a bit of just an awareness that there is so much more that there's something more something brought us here there's a reason we're here and just trying trying to be connected to that absolutely yeah and sort of to get out of the busy world and the busy mind it is it's a great one it's beautiful and i think that it's these little things that also really help us relieve stress Mm. and help put our problems in perspective so that is going to help counter the stress of the modern world that's very true Yeah, yeah more of that soul connection beautiful i also think as well one of the things for soul that is that we're doing really really wrong is climate change and the damage we're doing to the planet mm. is i think it hurts all of our souls <laughs> i think it's yeah. really like a it's it's something that i feel sits within that pillar and i think it's something that mm. yeah i think being more connected with our soul mm. would mean taking better care of the True. home that yeah. we live in yeah because a big part of soul is our na- nature connection isn't it yeah yeah, yeah i think so mm. purpose yep you go. Uh, <laughs> so my biggest thing with purpose uh, in modern society is that the belief or the existing belief that a job is not supposed to make you happy. Like mm. your job is not supposed to be your source of happiness. Yeah. It's supposed to be how you earn your money so you can pay your bills and be a responsible <laughs> member of society. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and do it for 60 years and then we'll let you retire and yeah. have a little bit of fun. Well, now you ought to be 70. I think. Well, 70. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. They changed it. But um, yeah, and so that that belief which is super hard for new generations coming in because that's what the generations before us had to do so how hard is it as a older generation to look back and see these people who being are more choosy and being more choosy yeah. not not um not settling for mm-hmm. something not settling for employees or bosses or things that make you miserable and thinking well i had to do it and i did it in the same job for 40 years 30, 40 years yeah <laughs> they do it Nothing. yeah and they yeah. do it so it's 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 hard and then the people coming up into the industry are looking for guidance from past generations a lot of the time and yeah that's the guidance we're getting but you also feel that that um what's the word that pushback yeah like no i don't i shouldn't have to i shouldn't yeah. have to i should be able to find something that makes me happy and all the jobs that exist today didn't exist when i was in high school when i graduated high school yeah and they said me. They said that to us in high school. They're going, "You're all going to have jobs that don't exist right now." You know? Yeah, crazy. And so, the work industry changes so much. Um, but I think it's really that uh, that drive we have around our purpose that's different now than it was. Yeah. And so we're we're trying, you know, and the generation will because we'll we'll be running the world. Like this is yeah. the generation that will be taking over the workforce. Yeah. So it will morph into yeah. something, but it's a little, I feel like we're in a cusp zone here. Yeah. We're in an interesting time. Mm. I think because as well, like you were saying about our parents and the generations before us, they were so much more survival based. Yes. And of course. Yeah, yeah. And they had to, be. they've been through depressions and wars and yeah. all of that. And I think we're now, we have a lot more sort of freedom of choice and, you know, they should be proud. They helped build this world for us. Mm. You know, they helped build more opportunity and yeah, it's you know i think you and i agree a lot that whatever you're doing day to day you should enjoy so whether that's a job whether that's your own project side hustle you're making money on your own yeah like whatever you're doing however you're spending your time the ultimate goal is just to enjoy that and i think one thing for purpose is i think 
people at the moment making a lot of money trumps following your dreams or doing things that you love yeah so you might find someone's been working in an industry for 20 years that they're just not passionate about just because it makes them a lot of money yeah and that's a choice everybody has to make as an individual but i think that is a big thing with our society it doesn't really value pursuing your interests and your things that you really love and light you up because Mm. it's it's risky and we should just be making money because we need all these material things Mm. and i think if there wasn't such a push on the material things people would feel more free to be an artist or do different things that they want to do um yeah so I, I think that's a big one with yeah, purpose and sure. i also think like forgetting that there's a bigger picture and forgetting that we whatever interest we have whatever calls our heart it's probably for a reason probably why we're here you mm. know to make an impact to make a change and i think we forget that because we're on such an individual pursuit of success because mm. that's what we're told yeah, we need to do exactly we forget that it's you know maybe it's more important to help others and connect with others than mm. it is to make millions of dollars um i just don't think society tells us that that's right yeah yeah because it wasn't built that way no which should lead us into the final pillar yeah yeah connection nice one <laughs> the final pillar connection what did you have for connection so connection like one of the obvious ones i i guess is that technology tends to separate us a bit you know we're all Mm -hmm. on our devices and um as much as it connects us in terms of we can look at each other's photos Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff when we're scrolling through things we're disconnected with the people around us Mm -hmm. um you know and if you're sort of following other people's lives on social media that you don't know like Mm -hmm. celebrities and influencers and all of that you're not connecting with the people around you and you're not connecting with it's a very false connection Mm -hmm. with the person that you feel connected with because you're following them online yeah um so i think it's like the idea of connection is being really skewed because mm. we sort of feel like we're connected but it's like an artificial yeah. type um and also things like netflix and stuff and we can watch that for hours and that, that's fun to do with your partner you yeah. know you can just sit there and watch it but is it disconnecting the conversation in a relationship and yeah, sure. there's always something happening something to distract us that's true sort of taking us away from being mm. in the moment with people yeah absolutely mm. I'm not sure if my connection negative point is really as connected to society as I want it to be, but it was about um, how we all we have that we've got we're walking around society having that feeling that we have to meet the expectations mm. of other people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be like we were just talking about in your job choices, that's meeting expectations of your your parents, for example. Yeah, um, it, you know that flows into the body one as well like we're meeting we're comparing ourselves to other people and people have a certain expectation of how you're going to walk and look and think and when you walk down the street mm-hmm. you know most people don't go or well, some do but generally speaking we don't go too crazy with what we're wearing or what we're doing or what we put on our face and things when we go out there because we're trying to meet the standard of society yeah. of how a normal person yeah looks and acts and things out there so it's not necessarily a bad thing because i know that we do have to keep some kind of um you know parameters around parameters around yeah. i guess but uh you know it's how what the, what's the impact on self-expression yeah it's like that fear of judgment fear of criticism exactly fear of standing out yeah um yeah so we yeah. all kind of conform exactly to different things we all like the same things and act yeah. the same and yeah exactly and so like i said it's hard to know whether that's a good or a bad i feel like that's a whole episode in itself yeah um and the other thing i had about connection was when we when we follow the herd yeah <laughs> Like the toilet paper debacle, yes, which is happening oh right gosh. now. 
everyone's scared of coronavirus right now. I'll be really interested to know when this airs where we're at with toilet paper. Yes. Gosh, I hope that it couldn't <laughs> be any stopped. worse than where we're at now. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, the country's out of toilet paper. Well, that that's not true. There's there's big, they're making more every every single day because yeah. people are panic buying it because of panic, coronavirus. Yeah. People yeah. are impulse buying, panic buying, yeah. not thinking about other people that need toilet paper, just no. thinking I need all the toilet paper. That's right. Forever, you know. Which and, is, I mean, everyone's like, why is this? Why is everyone's freaking out the toilet paper? Because the coronavirus doesn't cause diarrhea. Or anything yeah, like that. I know. And they say that I read an article yesterday. They say it's because there's a comfort element like a basic human need element that i can meet if i have this yeah and if i have to be you know up in home for two weeks or something incubated or something i have toilet paper do you know what's also upsetting and it's our human nature look we're all we can see it happening in motion at the moment Mm. is how quickly we are so individualistic and like i need all the toilet paper not thinking if i come in and buy 10 things of toilet paper that i don't actually need at the moment yeah other people are going to miss out yeah and just that it's kind of odd. individualist yeah. yeah like and and i get it i think that well, do you we think have that... a survival mechanism yeah. we're all like you've got to put yourself first and do what you got to do yeah. but it's just and people it feels so irrational like, and... what will i do without it yeah and I, I mean i don't know maybe it's also the element of people thinking it's all manufactured in china yeah maybe coronavirus is but yeah. it's not it's all it's manufactured not. here yeah the major brands are manufactured here. oh god the well, can you imagine the toilet paper companies right now just wiping their hands like all the money? Well, kind like, of. Cool. Well, kind of. Like they can keep making more, but what the thing is, they're gonna create more to make demand, mm. and then people aren't gonna need it because they've got three they've months got of toilet yeah, paper yeah. in their cupboards. Yeah, so they're not gonna need the more demand. So yeah, except for the people who missed out, like me. I know. <laughs> so for all can the we restock, please? Yeah, I need some. So yeah. I really think like the people causing the riots and things for toilet paper just just need their own household toilet paper. They're not trying to hoard. And then if they do buy yeah. more than they need, it's because they're so scared that there won't be any yeah, more. And then, then it's kind it, of dominoes. The fear creates the fear, right? The so fear the more, creates the fear. Because we're the more all someone's scared of something, yeah. yeah, then they're all doing that. And then if they keep doing that, then I'm going right. to miss out. So I have to do it too. And yeah. then even the people who don't want to bulk buy start bulk buying because... Yeah. It's, so the reason yeah. this is broken as a connection element in society mm. is because oh, the media has perpetuated the fear around coronavirus yeah. so yeah. much. Yeah. So much. And, you know, then that sort of leads to this and that leads to this. And so we're being sort of led down this path. Yeah. And it's the most irresponsible journalism yeah. in, in many, it's hysteria. many years. Like it's not... Yeah, it's actual hysteria now. Yeah. 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 And, and that's the most dangerous thing about coronavirus is the yes, hysteria. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And do you know what it is as well? That in itself is a really good example of how society is not contributing very much to our mental health mm-hmm. in a positive way, because this is a, a, quite an extreme example with coronavirus, but... In general, there's a lot of negativity in the news. There's a lot of fear mongering. There's a lot of making people feel unsafe, mm. making people feel wary of the world. And we have that coming at us all the time. Yeah. And that's not good for our mindset. That makes no. us anxious. That makes yeah. us feel like we're constantly under threat. Yeah. It makes us we'll scared it. of the world. And the only reason they're doing it is because we'll focus on it. And we watch it and we focus yeah. on it. And we know that mm. there's a negativity bias that we already mm. let the negative in more than the positive. So it's really it's it's really not good mm. for our mental state to Listen constantly to that be looking at the negative. Yeah, we'll link to that one because <laughs> that was a good one. Um, one other thing I did want to say as well is that with all the phones and the technology, I feel like it's really drawing us inward into ourselves to just be like having a relationship with our phone. Mm-hmm. And I think being drawn inward with yourself is a good thing when it's for like reflection yeah. and progress and like understanding yourself and awareness. But at the moment, it's like we're missing out on the connection with others because mm-hmm. we're 
pulling into ourselves, but then we're not even having the connection with ourselves because we're just having it with our phones. Mm. So I think that it's taking away in two elements, like our connection to self and our connection around us Mm. to people. Um, So yeah, it's a big one. It's one to be mindful of. And I guess the ways to counter that one is just when you're with people, put the phone down and focus in and check in on people over the phone and have a conversation, not Mm. just by liking their photos and, um, yeah do things with the community like remember that there's Mm. there's a world of people around us in front of us Mm. not just on our phones that's it (laughs) you know see the unfiltered versions of people like yeah the real people yeah (laughs) i love it yeah all right we quickly do our metaphors yes um i'll go first okay um so my metaphor for this 32 minutes (laughs) um my metaphor for this one is like So living in a society that's making you feel a certain way or is, is always trying to um, lead you in certain directions is like finding yourself out in the middle of the ocean, like treading water. Mm. And if you don't learn to swim and manage yourself in mm. the ocean, then you're going to drown because the ocean is always going to be bigger and stronger and yes. more impactful than you. Yeah. So you find your way yeah. in the ocean to survive. It's a really good one. Thanks. I like that one very much. It doesn't lend itself well to how what changes you could make. But, but you could like teach others to swim <laughs> yeah or you could choose your swimming style you yeah. know you could oh, free yeah. stroke you could breaststroke you know what i mean yeah, it yeah. might be different for everyone but it doesn't it doesn't uh, change how strong and impactful the ocean is that's what i mean like yeah yeah which is which is something in society we might be able to we do. might be able to change that yeah. the more people that learn how to swim we'll Ooh, maybe we all swim in one direction and then yes. the ocean will we'll just move have yes because we're pretty powerful if we're all and that's yes. the thing is that we are powerful when we all come together and, and create change mm. and it is possible so i like it i think it's a good metaphor oh, thank you <laughs> uh, so my metaphor is so it's like a wolf dressed in sheep's clothing mm-hmm. so i feel like with society we look at it as the thing that keeps us safe the thing that makes the world go around and you know it it appears to have our best interests because it's feeding us you know it's our food supply mm. it's our healthcare system it's the news that we see it's mm. our entertainment they give us all these cool shows to watch like we see it as this safe thing that guides us and helps us so mm. that's the sheep but i feel like inside this is kind of a little wolf hiding in there because a lot of the constructs of society make us unwell make us unhappy and i think we need to just be really conscious of that Mm. and think about you know being aware of the wolf in sheep's clothing being aware of the things we don't see and the the rich and powerful who are trying to have us act a certain way for their own benefit absolutely and like sophie said you know we don't necessarily have to change the world but the more we change ourselves as individuals yeah um, the bigger impact that's going to have an impact anyway yeah 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 we can swear it's like the workforce example like it's us that'll be in the workforce. So yes. if we want to have it a certain way and we want it to be different to our predecessors, that's us. Like yep. at the end of the day, our unhappiness is our us. responsibility. Yes, yes. Yeah. And same to go same mm. goes with like politics and we have freedom of speech for a reason. If we're not happy with how things are going, we mm. need to speak on it, we need to talk about it, and we need to not turn a blind eye. Yeah. Because then nothing will change. Yes. Yeah. Good one. Cool. That's a good one to leave it on. We hope you really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, connect with us and tell us how you feel about that and if we missed anything important. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And if you have any suggestions of what you'd like us to talk about, please send them through. Excellent. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye.